So who's watching you? Who's spying on you? What happens if you research pressure cookers online? Did Manning and Snowden expose a massive security flaw the U.S. would rather no one knew about? I'm joined by Rick Edelstein. He's a security expert, CEO of Cicada Security Systems, explaining exactly how the government can look at your entire Internet history without asking permission and uh, why there's not much really that you can do about it uh, good morning good morning now most of us have never heard of x keyscore how did its uh, proprietors use this top secret program to access anything anyone's ever done on the internet does this exist here in canada well actually it's uh, something that's in existence with the five eyes which is canada new zealand australia uk and usa and it's not a program it's actually the front end to a database and is it top secret it certainly is not it's been very uh, known, and it's been in the news, and it's been uh, even Raytheon, SAIC, and uh, General Dynamics listed uh, job positions as early as 2007, 2008 for key, uh, ex-Keyscore technicians. So it's really not a top-secret program, and nor can it see every, everything that everybody does. What can it see? It is, it is looking at what's called metadata. Metadata is high-level information, uh, would be things such as your call log, but not necessarily the conversation. Uh -huh. And none of the press has, uh, none of the information provided so far has shown that it can actually see these conversations or the, any deep details. And nor does it give them uh, unilateral uh, access to everything everywhere. All right. Now, what about uh, just on the whole issue of, of privacy? What's the difference between uh, the level of privacy we have now and the level of privacy we had uh, before 9-11? Wow. Um, that's a really big question. Um, what we have to talk about here is a few different things. First off, before 9-11, the U.S. government policy on security was need to know. After 9-11, that changed to need to share. And that's what gave visibility to Snowden and Manning for all this information outside the context of their job description. My feeling also is, is that every time that each one of us has clicked allow, accept, or whatever, uh, whatever agreement to any social media or any site such as Gmail, we've given up our privacy. And as far as I'm concerned, privacy was a small blip in the timeline of human history. Okay, so tell me about uh, Snowden and, and Manning. First of all, uh, the fact that they were able to get their hands so easily on this kind of data, doesn't that expose a security flaw? I mean, how careful are... Uh is the government about who it hires and well, who has access to what. That's interesting. Um, what we have here is, here we have a, a surveillance system that's monitor, supposed to be monitoring what, you know, uh, finding threat in common activity of the public, yet the system wasn't active or vigilant when these guys accessed uh, information outside the context of what they do or what their normal work uh, profile is. And uh, yes, there is technologies in place that will allow uh, the government to monitor for uh, specific uh, threats such as what Snowden and uh, Manning had done. But it, obviously it wasn't being vigil vigilantly enforced. Otherwise, these two guys would have been stopped the moment that they attempted to do it. it how could they do it for so long without without there being any issue? And they weren't that high level, were they? No, they weren't. Right. Actually, um, what's interesting here is uh, that um, Manning, uh, sorry, Snowden himself was, you know, made no secret about the fact that he was a member of the Electronic Frontier Foundation, an organization which is uh, very pro privacy and pro, uh, you know, civilian rights in terms of uh, the internet and data. Um, so Snowden was never made a secret about the fact that he was part of EFF, and he actually specifically applied at Booz Allen Hamilton with the express intent of being able to access information in the system. So he he's a member of the 
this organization. He applies, and whoever hired him didn't know they, this? They were so hot to get people to fill these seats that clearly BAH did not vet these people effectively. If they had, Manning certainly, uh, sorry, Snowden would have never have made the position. So how powerful is the whole thing if they're not even vetting who's joining? Well, that's a really... That's unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. There's a number of issues here which have no answers that nobody's provided answers to yet. Yes. It, has somebody messed up? Big time. Yes. 514 star talk. Text your comment to 514 We just got this text. It says, the information highway is a public thoroughfare. People need to take more responsibility for their own privacy. Love that. Because something I live by is if you don't own the, me own the medium you're communicating on, Consider it as untrusted. So if you're if you're concerned about your privacy between point to point, always encrypt. This is something I've been telling people for years. Now, in terms of, uh, I want to get back to the, the previous question because I, I can't uh, get over it. Uh, you know, there, there's always this notion that, well, people know what they're doing. It's, it's like little kids have this notion of, of their parents, right? Their parents obviously know what they're doing. And then at a certain time, when sometimes it's childhood, sometimes it's in teen years, they actually, no, they, they don't know everything. And so now we're finding out that the top security agencies on earth, one of the things they don't do is vet who applies to work there. Hold on. We didn't say the top security agencies didn't. The subcontractors oh, oh, okay. weren't necessarily, in this case, doing it. We don't know how well the NSA or the Secret Service or anybody else does. Uh, what about this text? It says, it's called the security donut hole, Look, uh, looking externally for threats, but not internally. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, here we are looking for threat outside in the public, but the threat wasn't observed in their own environment, which is a gap. And what do you, how dangerous was all the information they unearthed? And we, we've heard well, some of it. And it's um, it's questionable because um, there's been no proof that the U.S. government was actually spying on anybody. Um, uh, it was it just it was it was proving that they had the means to, but not the legal authorization to. So a lot of this info uh, there was nothing exposed in either Prism or in X Key Score that uh, showed that the U.S. government was actually doing it. I, w I want your opinion. Rick Adelstein, my guest, who's a security expert, CEO of Cicada Security Systems. You can join the conversation, 514-790-0991. Text your question, your comment to 514-800. Uh, the, the people who were appalled at the behavior of uh, Manning and Snowden are, were saying that this is terrible because now the, uh, well, especially Snowden, that terrorists will know that the government is listening to them. I thought that was preposterous. I imagine most terrorists have all figured out that the United States is spying on not them just the U.S. already. Yeah. yeah, I mean the U.S. government is, uh, you know, the NSA and CIA and all these organizations are in the business of spying. Um, are we having the conversation? Is should we not be spying? Of course. I mean, the terrorist organizations are definitely protecting their information from not just the U.S. but anybody else who should be intercept who could be intercepting. Five one four seven nine zero zero nine nine one. Star talk. Text your comment to five one four eight hundred. Uh, this texter saying this. He says, "Isn't it a little bit suspicious that so soon after Snowden released uh, the NSA spying on the public that there's a new threat? Uh, they are saying that the S NSA found uh, thanks to their spying on the public." I don't buy that. I don't. I don't know. I have to. I have to see more about that. That's too conspiracy theory for you. Yeah. Okay, uh, this one says uh, Snowden had two oaths to uphold, to keep secret whatever he was given and to uphold the Constitution. He felt he couldn't do both. Unlike Bradley Manning, who had to uphold Army Field Number 2710, which states the obligation to uphold the law of war when there's a violation of such a law. That's from Greg. And this is where I'm really torn because I want, I know a lot of intelligent people 
who uh, feel that Snowden was a hero for exposing what he did. Um, I, you know, because of these laws, I have a really big issue about holding either of these gentlemen as uh, as heroes or give them applause for what they did. Rick Edelstein, uh, my guest, security expert, CEO of Cicada Security Systems. Uh, let's uh, talk about a very harmless button. A lot of people think they see, you know, like uh, accept uh, when it comes to um, pops up occasionally on a website, accept and they click yes. And that's it. That's all. It's not that's it. That's all, is it? No, of course not. Um, what does that mean when you click? Accept? Well, have you read ever read the uh, rights of use agreement that was uh, was on the site? Never. Most people don't. And so here you have uh, social media sites like Facebook, uh, Twitter, etc., and people will put in very personal stuff in there. Now, imagine if the U.S. government or any government were to collect a database of all this personal information. And, you know, and people would be incensed about the privacy and say, hey, you know, you're not allowed to collect this. Yet every day, everybody puts their very personal activities onto Facebook and these sites. And it's now part of a public database. You don't own the data anymore. It's out there. This one says the government would prefer these activities not be discussed as part of public discourse. That true? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I have, uh, I have yet to see, I guess they would, yeah, sure. They'd probably say, I would, we don't want to see this stuff discussed. Uh, Snowden has not released anything that was not already known to people who work in this field, including those with nefarious intentions. This type of activity has been known since the disclosure of, uh, es Echelon, Carnivore, etc. Amen. Yes. Correct. It's been public knowledge. Let's talk about room uh, 614A at uh, SBC in California or NARIS or any of these systems. He said it's, that's what he's saying. The discussion regarding room 641A at the AT&T yeah. building. And, uh, so, so tell me about that. So that was a, that was a room that was basically run by eight. Well, it was run by the, the NSA. It was a system called NARIS. It's a company you can go to their website today and look up what they do. Uh, there was another company I used to be involved in selling a product called Vericept that allowed corporate to be able to intercept uh, information that was uh, would show uh, employees uh, violating policy or sending out private information out of the organization. All this stuff has been out there. It's just the fact is, is that with the events of Manning and, uh, well, the events of Snowden, it brought attention to this. It says, could the simple revelation that the NSA uses such methods to intercept communication also help in interfering with terrorist planning? What other options would they have? They can't plan too much using snail mail. Of course they can't. But also remember one thing, that because these systems exist doesn't mean it's invading privacy. It's looking for specific keywords and filters to identify threat. And when threat is violated, then the information it can be intercepted. But this doesn't mean that all information going across the planet is being intercepted. The amount of data would be enormous. Right. And they don't care about most of the information. Of course they right, don't. Right. So in other words, but let's say somebody were uh, Googling uh, an issue like uh, pressure cookers, right? And given what happened now, they would pay attention. Well, to look that, at right? that example that happened last week right. with the journalist who was searching on backpacks and pressure cookers, and it happened to trigger a, some, a number of different triggers that caused uh, uh, visibility to what they were doing. 514-790-0991. For those of us not up to speed on the current information gathering techniques, tell me about PRISM and how it relates to the NSA scandal. So Prism, uh, Prism's a system that collects, uh, that collects metadata. It does not provide dis direct and unilateral access into corporate servers. I can't think of one corporate CISO or any CISO who would provide 
un, uh, you know, unbridled uh, access to their back end of their environment. They have to maintain their privacy. But, you know, the prism, the mechanisms are in prism that allows the transfer of information from these organizations, Facebook, etc. Your questions for uh, our security expert, Rick Edelstein, CEO of Cicada Security Systems. Uh, this text saying, it's interesting, the scandal of the NSA. What do people think hundreds of people at the CSEC in Ottawa do all day? Uh, I think right now uh, the CSE is trying to figure out how to deal with shared services right now. I think they got their hands full with a lot of other stuff. This texture saying, ask your guest what he thinks about the recently released information on XKeyScore, which is another NSA program that literally grants access not just to metadata, but to contents of emails, text messages, chat logs, and various other means of communication. Sorry, it's it's right now the only thing that's been exposed by Greenwald is metadata. If he has information that proves otherwise, please send it out to the press because it will be a blockbuster. Uh, so uh, tell me about uh, Greenwald. Uh, he's been saying that this is very Im- the work he's been doing is very important journalism. Do you agree with that self-assessment? I think uh, Glenn Greenwald has just recently received ma- made a new level of uh, sensational journalism. He's taken facts and cobbled them together to create something they aren't. Uh, I believe a lot of the information that Greenwald has put out there is nothing new. This is pretty much yawn level data. So why did the whole world jump to cover it? Because you know what? People love to hear stories like this. And Greenwald was willing to put it out there. And he put something together which made it sound something like a lot more than what it really was. You spent uh, you spent time in counter surveillance. What exactly is it? <laughs> uh, counter surveillance is uh, is is basically it's your right to have your uh, to have privacy. It's basically the removal of systems of uh, listening systems from the environment. My original training was with retired MI five uh, out in the UK um, back in the nineties. We used to run a sweep team actually, and uh, we would re- work with uh, corporate clients to remove bugs and wiretaps. We were extraordinarily selective of who we worked with. But I believe that uh, people have the right to privacy and uh, counter surveillance is the act of removing it. But the fact is, is in this day and age, our counter surveillance is how we protect ourselves digitally. Um, intercepting wiretaps and voice is not really something that's uh, a great practice anymore. You can get a lot more data from, you know, pulling it out of off somebody's Internet feed. Uh, talking about the internet, uh, we just got this text. It says the internet is a party line. Those who don't know what a party line is, ask your grandparents. That's right. Yeah. And my attitude has always been: if you don't own the mode of communication, then consider it as a public uh, mode of, communi- of mode of communication. Always encrypt. If your information is that important, make sure you encrypt. Now, in some cases, it's not a security issue. In some cases, is it businesses who are just finding out all about uh, who you are because they want to sell you something? Um, yeah, actually, that's a project that was um, done in tandem with, uh, I think, the big three uh, internet companies in Canada actually worked together on a project to classify information by user so that they could then sell that marketing demographic to advertisers. What They weren't actually capturing the URLs, etc. They were just creating this profile. <laughs> Someone's telling me, Tommy, the video machines are evil. <laughs> I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're what they're talking about. Maybe they mean any kind of technology. What can people do to uh, to protect themselves from all of the spying? Well, first off, you know, make sure that you have good virus and malware protection. A firewall on your computer. Corporate knows this. Um, 
you know, blindly transferring data from your email to your BlackBerry or your cell phone, which may not be protected, is a point of vulnerability. Um, our company protects against a security gap, a large security blind spot, which is we develop a technology to identify theft or tamper of the computer or the data in real time. A lot of people will get up from their workstation, leave it authenticated, even if it has an encrypted hard drive. People can access that data. So encrypt, encrypt your data, encrypt at file level. If, you, if you're speaking on a on a, a secure connect, uh, if you're speaking to somebody on a confidential call make sure it's encrypted 